me trick or treat. Grab a candy if you please. Remix. Thank wow. You. you know, you know what I think that just was? What? It was a monster bop. <gasps> she did the that's, monster bop. That's what <laughs> that's the kids what... are saying these days. They, they're saying bop. It's not a jam. It's certainly not a mash. It is a bop. You know, it it bops, it bangs. It's a banger. It's a bop. It's you a know? banger. Mm-hmm. Isn't it... bop from like the 50s? Hey, we're going to the sock bop. Hop. Is it like bop. baby bop from Bernie? That too. I don't know. <laughs> I learned that the kids do not say 100 anymore, keep it 100, because uh, I said it in front of my <laughs> sister's friends, and they looked at me like I was their mother. That's stupid. So. <gasps> no. Yes. Right. I felt like I'm an s- ancient bitch. You know, so that's sorry. still, it's still in. That's, it's not gone anywhere. I keep it straight. I keep it 100, not 50% of sideways. No. You so. keep it 100%. Right. Always. I don't know what they're 100. saying. One hundred foolery, my friends, on Halloween. Foolery. What are you guys dressing up as? I don't have a costume this year. I like really let myself down. I didn't decorate the house. I don't have a costume because I was planning a wedding. You're planning like a, wedding. a dummy, dude. Hun, you're a bride. Smartest thing Halloween. you've ever done. Oh yes, I'll just wear my wedding dress. Yes. Mm-hmm. Give yes, it. Yes. Give it a second wear. Are you dressing up? You know, I was, I like wanted to, and I kept going back and forth on what I wanted to be. You know, I want, at one point I wanted to be Shakira from the Lata Tora video, yeah. music video, where I'm like drenched <laughs> in oil. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, you're right. And then Ooh, I was like, no, like the oil's going to be really hard to get down. Yeah. You know, I'm probably going to look like I just splashed myself with black paint. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I was like, not that. And then I was like, I kind of want to be Bonnie and Clyde, you know, but then I don't have a Clyde. Both of them. I could have been your be Clyde. Be both of them. You could do a half and half <gasps> costume. Ooh, yeah. girl. Yes, where it's like one half of your face is Bonnie and the other half is Clyde. Changing things up yeah. for me. Yeah. Get a mustache. Cut it in half. Oh my god! Just gosh. one side. You guys are brilliant. I think you Call made it my a costume. This is what we're here for. Ugh, also, god. ladies, Bye. ghouls, it's only Monday. You have some time. We can't let people down. You're right. We no. gotta dress up. You're right. I may do my usual long boy. <laughs> That's a good one, dude. I mean, it never gets old. The people always think it's funny. So, and you haven't hit yeah. up Boston with it, you know. So it's, it's exactly time he saw the city. We've got a small exactly. moth with us. I think that's good luck, though. No, that's not what Linda mm-hmm. says. Moths are bad luck. <laughs> yeah, it's like spirit. Oh, I've it's heard a bad good spirit. luck. Oh, but that's what Linda says. So you know, we'll just. You know what I say? What we're the golden ghouls, Alyssa. Oh. Kylie, Emily, and it's time to get spooky. <laughs> we you know what? It last I bet week. the moth. Yeah, the moth is trying to interject in the conversation, and he's like, "For Halloween, I'm gonna be Mothman," and he, but he's like real small. Yeah, dude, I love him. Honestly, he seems idea. he seems happy. He's just That's chilling all that right now. I think he just came for the show. I think so. He's gone. No, he's right there. Oh. <laughs> Oh, well, wish you guys could see him. He is very small. Small, small. But uh, we have a, I'm going to say it's a pretty exciting episode today. Mm -hmm. So last year around this time, we, we got into Halloween itself. Yeah. And like the history of Halloween and spooky stuff. 
and some spooky stories from Halloween night. And today, I said to myself, what about Dia de los Muertos? <gasps> Perfection. Yes. Perfection. Dude, good one, you know? Yes. It's like Halloween, and this is this is the day, right? I said, or- I got to do it up for my people. And every time I say my people, people look at me legitimately crazy, but my mother is Mexican. That she is. So mm-hmm. it's just the fucking facts. Love it or leave it. And mm-hmm. but you that. have red hair. She has she's very fair complected and she has ravishing red hair. So I you got wouldn't all... think by first look that she's Mexican, but she is. I got all the white jeans. <laughs> True. From my dad. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, Spanish people do have red hair. I was just going to say I know a full on both parents straight from like Mexico City. He is very pale and red hair. Exactly. So, but I, but mm-hmm. like he's the only one in the family that looks that way. So it's like you got like gorgeous, you know, you got kissed yeah. the gorge. I had a friend growing up who was Lebanese, and the rest of his family had like gorgeous olive skin and darker hair. He was pale like me and super redheaded. So weird, isn't it? So weird. You know what we gotta do? But beautiful. What? We we gotta go to the drawing board and we gotta review <laughs> dominant and recessive genes and traits. We just gotta it's do true. it and we gotta see it's how rare true. is Alyssa. How rare? How rare? How rare I'm gonna is kick she? it I'm gonna kick it off. I'm gonna give kick you guys a little history of Dia and so on and so forth. You ready? <laughs> yeah, might sneeze again. Yep. <coughs> oh, excuse you, ma'am. Excuse me. Oh my She's goodness! Just so excited. I know. All right. So, Dia is celebrated throughout Mexico, particularly in the central and south regions, and by people of Mexican heritage all around the world. So, most people celebrate it from October 31st to November 2nd. Um, I think November 2nd is actually like the official day. That's the day that I've always known it to be celebrated. But apparently it used to be celebrated at the beginning of summer, but it gradually became associated with October 31st, November 1st, and November 2nd to coincide with Western Christian... uh, I I looked this up earlier, but Triduum of All Hallowtide, so All Saints Eve, All Saints Day, and All Souls Day. Spooky. Yeah. Yes. So this multi-holiday day involves family and friends gathering together to pray to remember friends and family who have passed on. And it's basically a celebration of their spiritual journey, helping them to just have a great time in the afterlife, basically. Um, In Mexican culture, death is viewed as a supernatural part of the human cycle, I feel like in Western culture, people are kind of weird about death, but I do think that it's really great to celebrate it because, like, yes, it's sad, but someone lived a great life. Yeah. You know? Very true. Yeah, so they don't see it as a day of sadness, but just a celebration of the lives that their loved ones lived, and that's really beautiful. So there are a lot of traditions that surround the holiday itself. Um 
One of the most common practices are building altars, which are so beautiful. If you've ever seen them, they just, they go Mm -hmm. full out, gorgeous flowers. Um, They'll use like skulls, decorative skulls, or like the actual sugar skulls, the candy ones, and all the pretty colors. Aztec marigolds are really popular, so just gorge, Mm -hmm. honestly. Um, And they also offer like favorite foods and beverages of the departed, so... If I pass on, leave some Reese's at my Good altar. Call, dude. Good <laughs> I will. Call. I would Thank like you. some fried fish from Luby's. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, also, Done. probably some bean and cheese tacos from mm. Blanco's in San Antonio. Okay. You know, gotta get real specific. Yes. Um, and then, you know, some Pop-Tarts, because, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to love mm-hmm. some Pop-Tarts. If I'm getting specific, I need it to be the holiday Reese's, so, like, the pumpkins, the yeah, Christmas you. trees. Yeah, right. Because the chocolate to peanut butter ratio, peanut butter. it's mm. superb. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, like... It's true. It's true. Don't don't play games if you think that's not the superb Not on your day Reese's, to be celebrated. You're wrong. Right. But yeah, so they leave gifts, um, and it's beautiful. Um, sometimes they'll even bring possessions of the one who's passed away and leave them at their grave or put it on the altar. So in a culture where the dead are so celebrated, of course there's this big belief in ghosts and spirits, the afterlife, and all things spooky. Um, I know that growing up... <laughs> My mom's aunts would talk about the kukui, which is basically like the boogeyman, and I think Emily's going to get into that. But I don't remember what comedian it was. I heard them say, like, every Mexican household had a room that was like, don't go in there, kukui. Oh. And <laughs> I would always, my mom's aunt, I'll never forget, I was at her house in Ohio, and she was like, oh, no, not that room, kukui. Uh-huh. And I was like, I want to see Kukui. <laughs> like, I'm trying to get a peek at this freaky man that everyone's talking about. That's when you knew. So it's, like, very ingrained in the culture, and it's, like, totally not out of the normal to talk about it. Um, so of the famed legends, most people are most familiar with La Llorona, which I think Emily is going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, she's super spooky. And then there's La Planchada, or the Ironed Lady. So she's another spooky woman. Um, A lot of people think that she was, like, crushed to death because of her name. But (laughs) I'll get to actually why she's called that. Um, But she is the spirit of a nurse. So legend, there are many versions, as we know with most legends. There's so many versions of them. But she was either A, a nurse who was attracted to a doctor and rejected her. (gasps) B, she was just like a generally disgruntled nurse, so she came back. Or C, she was a nurse who killed her patients. Like Mm. an angel of death situation. But knowing more about her, none of those really feel right. So there are so many variations of the story, but one thing that is consistent is that she is seen in hospitals All over Mexico. Um, But yeah, this hospital, Hospital Juarez, they claim to see her really often. Most people say that she looks like she's in a really old nurse's uniform, which is perfectly ironed, hence her name. But they say that she heals patients in the emergency room. So um, 
just as there are so many claims about how she was turned into a ghost, there are so many ways that she has appeared to people. So some say she looks kind of just like a normal person, but she emits a glow. So that's how they know, like, hey, something's different about you. Something's up with this chick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Others say that she looks just like a normal nurse, nothing out of the ordinary. Some say that she floats through the hallways, and others say she walks normally, but you don't hear her footsteps. Hmm. So she's only seen at night, and she will visit a patient, and the next morning, this person could have been, like, seriously on their deathbed. They wake up totally fine, and when asked, like, what happened, they just say, the nurse healed me. Dang. Yes. Mm -hmm. So we love her. We love her. Okay. So that's why I'm like, why does she have all these theories that she was like a scorned woman or, you know, yeah, something? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a Mexican version of the classic vanishing hitchhiker story. Um, but in their story, she's a beautiful woman. She's in a taxi with a stranger. And when she leaves, she gives the stranger her address so that they can keep in touch, which is fucking bold, and that's a way to get killed, if you ask me, but, Mm -hmm. like, whatever, your Instagram handle would have sufficed. Um, But that's none of my business. So when she exits, she gives them her address, and the stranger tries to reach out to her at her home, and he's told that the woman is dead and that it's the anniversary of her death. So that's similar to, like, there's an American version of that, and there's also the Japanese version of that where the the woman's, like, getting into taxis on a rainy night, and right. they deliver her home, and there's no one there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the cemeteries are, like, huge sources of these stories of hauntings throughout Mexico. Um, the Santa Paula Cemetery, which I think that Kylie is going to dive into. Yes. It's ma'am. a historical cemetery in Guadalajara, and they do night tours there because so many legends of hauntings stem from that specific cemetery. But it was opened in 1848 and formally closed in 1896, so it hasn't been operating in a while, but the tours do still happen. But there are so many legends from there, including one of a vampire. There's a pirate for Emily. Yes. There's a story of, like, ghostly lovers, a ghostly monk, um, the story of Jose Cuervo. Oh, the beer? <laughs> it's hard to say. Oh. Um, and then there's a spooky nun, and there are so many more, so... We have a bunch of spooky stories ahead, but I already know we're going to have to revisit Mexico because so it much. just doesn't quit. I mean, that's one cemetery that has all these legends. Mm-hmm. So just imagine. And that's where they go on the Day of the Dead to the cemetery. Yes, they do. So without further ado, take it away, ladies. Okay. Kylie? Uh, M can go first because I think she um, oh, okay. mentions I'll, I'll, one that I'll you know, pick up. Oh, do I? (gasps) Do I? Because I'm just, I just have a couple little short summaries of common stories told around Halloween. Yeah. In the day of the Some more legends. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my apologies. I was confusing you two. (laughs) You did. You confused us. I did. Okay. So as Miss Alyssa 
was mentioning Pension de Belen in Guadalajara, also known as Santa Paula Cemetery. Santa Paula. And I'm going to oh. make sure to say it like this because it's, it's Santa Paula. It's a historical cemetery, as she said. Uh, and it first <clears throat> opened in 1848. And it was formally closed in 1896, so it wasn't open for very long. Um, but we'll we'll get into the logistics in a second. So yes, it's support supposedly haunted by many entities, uh, as Alyssa was mentioning. And if anyone is going to go on a tour here, um, it is known to be the spot to tour at night if you're looking for a fright. And that rhymes. I'm looking for a fright. It rhymes. Scare me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So a little history. Guadalajara faced a very large uh, famine or plague in 1786, uh, and the old hospital was not, not large enough to treat the number of patients. So we've heard this story again and again in the good old days mm-hmm. that, you know, there'd yep. be some type of disease that would be spreading, um, and people would be dropping like flies, and, you know, it's sad, but where are you going to put all the bodies? Where are you going to keep people, you know, away from the healthy people? A hospital that happens to be conveniently right next to a cemetery or a morgue. You know, you don't want to be taking these dead bodies that still may be infected and having them travel to another part of the city or the country. You want to keep them pretty close by to, you know, just keep, keep, the, uh, keep the germs in one area. So that's that's what people did. Hospital in a cemetery. <sighs> I'm out of breath. So after the Independence War, Guadalajara uh, <clears throat> faced even more epidemic diseases like in uh, 1833. Um, so they required a new cemetery outside of the po- populated areas. So the gardens closer to the hospital were used to build a cemetery. And that's why it's known as the Pantheon Day Berlin. So it was, oh yeah. So now we know a little fact. So it was projected by the architect Manuel Gomez, uh, very fancy dude. He had a very fancy style, uh, and it was divided in two areas. So one was for the wealthy, and one was for the commoners. <laughs> so this is oh right. Wow. I know. I know. Uh, the latter was converted to a hospital after the cemetery's closing in 1896, uh, but the section for the wealthy has since remained intact. So that's a little sad. <laughs> um, so Santa Paula, going back to Santa Paula, it received this name because the chapel in the middle of the high-class, wealthy part of the cemetery was dedicated to her. Under the chapel, there's a mausoleum where the remains of the most important figures in the city's history were kept uh, until some of them were transferred to the new area known as the Rotonda de la Halaciense Illustres. Wow, A plus pronunciation. Very good. (laughs) I'm being facetious. (laughs) So I found this, this fun vlog. Uh, by this ex-sportscaster named Barr. And he has this YouTube channel called uh, Here Be Barr. And he goes to the cemetery. And he meets up with the cemetery's tour guide who you know, knows all the facts, knows all the figures, knows the history, the stuff that you're not going to find on the, on the net. And so this tour guide's name is Adrian. No last name. He says that 
when they were constructing a new building on site, um, the building name was not mentioned, <laughs> how convenient, uh, the construction workers found 250,000 heads <gasps> under the building. So I'm... Say what? I'm 250,000? Yeah. Which heads. is... Yeah. So one, I, I almost want to wonder if like, do you mean 2,500? But also, why just heads? Why not the whole bodies? What were they doing? What what mm. were they doing with the heads? Saving they, them. Were they Good like beheading question. them? I don't know. Yeah, they um, were like, let's put the heads over here, the bods <laughs> over there. Yeah, I don't know. They had a fetish for them. Maybe they wanted to like incinerate the bodies because of all the disease, but then they felt like they still had to do some type of ceremonial burial so they kept the heads well, i don't know yeah i mean aren't the skulls like sacred or something yeah maybe? yeah so that that could be it but a lot of them are unnamed so i mean sad nonetheless uh. and also very very frightening <laughs> here's here's a gross story that adrian also mentions i don't even know if i should be sharing this but <laughs> so and it's not funny i'm just laughing because i'm myself but <laughs> nervous laughter yeah yeah we can chalk it up to that <laughs> but when the the lepers were walking around the grounds you know of of the hospital which was right next to the cemetery uh employees of the hospital would walk behind the lepers uh and they would pick up the fallen flesh and put it in their pockets no <gasps> for what to Maybe keep, to keep it from yeah, spreading. Yeah, to keep it from spreading, which, oh. like, mm, it's probably still spreading. But isn't that delish? Right, don't put it in your pockets. Y'all need a vacuum. Catch <laughs> a falling Just earlobe. Put it put in, it your, in pocket. your pocket. Oh, that's beautiful. Never let it fade away. Catch a falling wow. earlobe. Catch a falling eyeball. Put it in your pocket. Save it for a rainy day. Very true. No, thank you. Now thank that's you. a bop. Bop. Now that's she a did bop. a bop. <laughs> Another legend is about a young boy, Nachito, and uh, his parents buried him. He was very little. I think I want to say he was nine. Uh, but they buried Aww. him in the cemetery. And two days later, a security guard or you know a groundskeeper at that time, uh, who had the night shift, saw that the casket was open, and it kept happening over and over again. Like, they'd close the casket, and they'd... I, I guess it wasn't completely buried yet, or it wasn't covered. I don't know. But they just kept opening up over and over again. And they finally told Nachito's parents about it, and the parents were like, listen, Nachito's... He was afraid of the dark, so that's probably why the casket keeps opening, to get some light from the moon. So... Oh. the so this is cute. The worker, okay, not cute, but the workers of the cemetery decided to put the casket a little bit higher on the ground so that Nochito could get some light from the sun or the moon. Wow. Yeah. Sweet baby angel. Yeah. He just needed some air. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some, some, all we need is a little bit of vitamin D3 from the sun, uh, some light from the moon. And the moonlight, you know. All right, exactly. Exactly. Another legend uh, says that there were some local vigilantes who killed a vampire. Mm. 
just a vampire that was hanging around by driving a stake right through his heart, as you do when you're trying to kill a vampire, and they buried the body in the cemetery. Months later, the stone slabs that were marking the burial spot of the vampire were cracked, and the stake had grown into a huge tree. So it is said that if this vampire tree dies, the vampire will return to terrorize the city. So because of this, the city authorities have, have since built a metal gate around the tree. <laughs> so a lot of superstition. A lot of superstition. Mm, but we love mm-hmm. it. We love it. You know? So we do. If you if you got anything from from my from me sharing this information, I, I hope it's that um, you'll always remember the the doctors uh, following the lepers and putting their flesh into their pockets. The flesh yeah. in the buckets. Great the buckets. The buckets. The flesh in the buckets. Mm. <laughs> mm. Oh, beautiful. Well, you know, I have some spooky legends. Legends that are just commonly told. On All Hallows Eve, Ooh. or Dia de los Muertos, like we are saying. Yes, Dia de los Muertos. You know, Muertos. I have a connection to the Day of the Dead. Do you? I do. So when I was a young gun. Well, yeah, San Antonio celebrates it. Exactly. Big time. Yeah. So my mother worked at a popular museum in town mm-hmm. called the Witty Museum. Yes. And they were actually, like, had a little thing up for Dia de los Muertos. Yes. And I was in the museum at the time and apparently saw my first ghost. <laughs> yeah. Go on. Y'all didn't know that, about this. You told, us, you told us you saw the ghost, but I didn't know it was at a a dia thing right well i found that out from my mother <laughs> wow. because she's the one who really knows the story because i was like five at the time yeah so i hardly remember it i remember being so terrified at the museum in general yeah but museums are spooky yeah there was a there was like a whole exhibit for dia and i was walking around after the hour the the place had closed down. I had to go to the bathroom. I had to walk down this hall, mm-hmm. and which was where like all the the new exhibits would go. And I went to the bathroom and apparently saw something come down the stairs. Mm-mm. And legend had it that the lady who had owned the Witty Museum way back in the day, her office was at the top of those stairs that I saw something come down. Mm-hmm. And the legend was she would throw down handkerchiefs. So who knows if I what I saw, mm. but apparently my mom gets a call on her office phone from the security guard saying, hey, you got to come get your daughter. She's running out the Woody Museum, screaming ghosts aren't real. <laughs> Only angels. <laughs> Only angels. Yeah. So, I mean, that. the veil between the living and the dead is thinner right, right. now. Mm-hmm. Exactly. This time of year. Exactly. They come so, alive. There she was. So uh, that's my connection, but let me uh, tell you about some stories that are told. I love to the it. Kidlets. Now you had mentioned this one before, and say it again because you're so much better at it. La Llorona. La Llorona. Right. Which did anyone see the Curse of La Llorona, the no. movie this last year? I didn't either. There's a movie. Yeah, there was a movie, but Steve is like that looks dumb. <laughs> so I never saw it, but if They're anyone rude. saw it, please give us a review. Yeah, let, let us know. Honestly, it's, a, it's an interesting tale. Yes, you know? it is. It's uh, 
The Tale of the Weeping Woman. Mm-hmm. It's been told for hundreds of years, you guys, and there's many vor- versions of this story, but the premise still remains the same, which is this lady, this beautiful woman named Maria, falls head over heels in love with a man she just cannot have, Mm-mm. you know? Okay. And in, in order to be with this guy, Maria thinks she needs to drown her own children so there would be nothing in the way between them, mm-hmm. you know? So so when the man is like, he still doesn't want to be, she drowns her kids, y'all. Yeah. She kills them. It's not the way. And this has happened in real life, too, which is the fucked up thing. For real? Yeah, Wait, people have done this shit. Yeah, I feel like Casey Anthony, that's controversial. Ugh, though, right? I mean, I, she definitely. Uh, she absolutely did it. We all yes. know. Uh, we are not like... <laughs> You know, conspiracy theorists, we are truthers, and uh, that is just the truth. That is just the honest truth. Yeah, right. no, you're not wrong. People do do that. Yeah, people do kill their kids for, like, reasons like this. Sick. Yes, anyway. So, after she drowns her children, the man still was like, Maria, I can't be with you. Yeah. And so she just decides she's going to go kill herself in the river the mexico city river she's so, so dramatic she she jumps off yeah. but the legend that goes about this woman is that her spirit is now forced to wander the world in search of her dead children mm-hmm. the spirit is said to emerge out of the rivers in mexico crying out for her children and she screams i mis hijos you know like yeah. my kids my kids oh my yeah. children and it is said that this spirit will take lost children who resemble her own in her constant search for the children she killed. Mm-hmm. And if and if it's and if you see La Yorona, Yorona and um, she'll weep aloud, and those who hear her are marked for death. Mm-hmm. Wow! It's I've like also your turn to go. I've also heard that she will take children who are misbehaving. Oh shit. Or, like, punish them in some way. Probably, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny. There are also theories around who the man was. Oh, really? Like, mm. there are theories about was he the children's father and he left her for another woman? Or was she he just, like, some guy that she had her eye on and he said he never wanted children? Like, there are a bunch of theories around who the man was. So, I, I don't mean, know. It's a tale, dude. But he didn't want the kids. No matter who he was, he right. was not interested in the children. So there's a lot of sides to this story. But she did what she did, and now we got to watch out for her ass. She's, she's out there. wild. Right. She's weeping. She's crying. She's hollering. Hollering. You don't want to hear her because then you're next. So <laughs> just do what you can out there, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. Stay away. Do what you can and don't kill so your kids, another... you know? Don't kill your kids. Honestly, Is it that that's what I'm saying. Just like... There's so many people who want children. If you don't, just, like, right. give them to that person who wants the child. I don't know. There you go. Solutions. <laughs> don't ask me. I don't want children, but. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, there's another legend that goes around. It's a story of a young man. It's called El Sebon. Ooh. And it's a young man who was accused of killing his father and devouring his organs. Woof. No. Yep. It's said that the man who murdered his father now walks the earth as a tormented lost soul, and he's known as the Whistler. Mm. 
Yep. He's such a giraffe. Oh. He's coming. Was that him? He's coming. Holy shit. Get down. Who is Y'all should have seen my acting skills just now. I really looked around like I was looking for somebody. And it was just natural. So um, I am waiting for my Oscar. Email. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Any day now. (laughs) We'll have one. (sighs) So it's said that he drags behind him a bag filled with his father's bones. Ew. This guy is whistling loudly and is usually heard when, like, strange music is playing. Yeah, a strange music will, like, start playing and you'll hear this guy whistling with a drag ba- dragging behind him. I know. It's crazy. What kind Do of we music? know why he killed his dad? No. I didn't look into that. I just looked up the legends. I mean, we'll it's either you kill out. you kill your kids or your kids kill you, you know. it's That's what I'm getting <laughs> from these Mexican legends. Dude, I recently watched the Menendez brothers. Oh, that's, that's a fucking crazy story. That's a crazy story. one that I'm like, I just, it kind of blows my mind. It's insane. Yeah. A lot Those of layers poor there. parents. A lot of layers That there. was like so... I mean, the parents were bad people. Right. Don't get me wrong, but no, like but that like, murder was fuck? so brutal. I know. What the but fuck? also, just tell someone that your parents are disgusting people. Exactly. Like, I don't know what was going on in 1989 for uh. you to actually think they were going to come kill you while they were in there watching TV. No. Well, I was born. <laughs> right. Not the, <laughs> not the year Kylie was born. So everyone automatically lost their minds. Right. Yeah. Woof. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, so if you hear this whistler, guys. He's a dad killer. You're dead, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is another sign of death? Yes. Jiminy Cricket. Right. So there's another story called El Tunchi. Like Lil Wayne? Tunchi? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I could just be pronouncing it real wrong. But it's a story of an evil spirit that roams a Peruvian rainforest. Ooh. Right. Mm-hmm. The legend has it that the spirit what was once a man who became lost in the forest, got disoriented, and eventually died. And the troubled spirit is said to wander the forest, also whistling at anyone who crosses path. Locals say that they hear the whistling. If you hear the whistling sound, you should take it as a warning and never acknowledge what you're hearing. If you whistle back at El Tunchi, he will come for you and kill you in a horrible, horrible way. My Latino family, what is going on with the whistling? (laughs) I can't whistle very well. It's a sign. So maybe it's a sign that if you're Latino and you can whistle... Your bad news. Oh, God. Not me. <laughs> Thank God. Not me either. I can barely do it. I can't do the blowout whistle. I have to suck in, which is not proper. What? No. You can, you, whoa, you can whistle by sucking in? It's the only way I can whistle. That's She's insane. got her lips on backwards. They have fucking so, wrong. Nolly. Nolly. Have you guys heard right. of, um, Island of Island of Dolls in Mexico City? No, I've seen like a few friends who have visited Mexico City. They've gone. I want to say Cynthia, our friend Cynthia went here. Um, But it's like this secluded area along um, Lake Xochimilco. 
in Mexico City. Again, I'm botching all the pronunciations. Um, it's believed to be one of the most haunted. And so there are all of these, like, old, some of them are misshapen, discolored plastic dolls. You know, like, picture the baby oh, wait, plastic I've heads with, like, you've the, definitely the, seen the fabrics. Photos. Like, on the Discovery Channel or something. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely been on there. So they hang They're from the branches. Right. Yep. And a lot of them have, like, missing limbs. Some of them are missing heads. So they're just, like, those fabric bodies. Um, Don Julian Santana lived there in the area, who we who we know and love, <laughs> uh, for more than 50 years. <laughs> no. And began, he began collecting the dolls to basically to fend off evil spirits. After he found uh, uh, the drowned body of a girl in the lake. So really, it's sad, and I think it's how he was dealing with the trauma of that. Um, following his death in 2001, the island became a major tourist attraction. Uh, and some visitors or, you know, ghost hunters or wild wild humans say that they have claimed to see the dolls move or talk. Mm. Not mm. talk. Yeah, I when we went to Mexico City in the spring, I was trying to look up haunted places, and I was like, I don't think I want to go see the dolls. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I. Want I think to they're a little too spooky for my blood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, that has like traumatized. Ooh, traumatized. Traumatized. I meant like ties to trauma. Anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe it is a nervous I love laugh. That. Maybe it is a nervous Maybe. laugh. You know what? Is she a nervous laugher? Am I? I think I, I, I yeah, I think I'm a nervous laugher. I think I must just always be nervous. I'm always nervous too. Yeah. I would be nervous about the El Cuco. <gasps> Cuckoo. He's got like a million names. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Cool. I, or, yeah, Cuckoo. or the El Viejo Cuckoo. del Mm-hmm. This one's about misbehaving children. Yeah. You know? That's why I think they tell kids, Cuckooey. Cuckooey. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I think that's why they tell kids that. Did you, you, you did this one. Did you say this one? No, I just, like, gave a general of, like, what right. he is. But it's, like, the I feel like this is the most common thing that Mexican people tell their kids, like, mm-hmm. A cuckoo-y is going to get you, oh like God, if you act good. wrong. <coughs> Bless and he you. Will y'all? Yeah, because this man had tuberculosis. <gasps> Not he the TB. Was desperately searching for Estes Park, Colorado, <laughs> to get rid of his TB. That was the only cure. And somebody just misdiagnosed this dude. Was like, <coughs> bless. Exactly. And it was Emily. like, listen, what you need, dude. Yo. This is Emily's favorite Do you favorite have story. tuberculosis? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love TB. Oh, you love Estes Park and the TB story. I do. <laughs> That's where you go to cure it, clearly. Yeah. The man was cured, you guys. He was. I oh, think no. we should definitely do um, a second Mexican episode or an, an episode uh, just different locations around Mexico rather than ones. Yes, because there there are so many. I mean, yeah. We have to. And I've been to Oaxaca and um, Veracruz, two places, and there are some haunted places in each of those locations. And um, I've been to one of them, so we can talk about that too. <laughs> we'll revisit. Mm. Yep. So, yeah, but if you – so this man, he had the TB. Yeah. And he – was told to drink children's blood to be cured. (gasps) 
So the man was like, all right, I'm going to kidnap some boys. But he kidnapped one, drank his blood, died. So now the spirit of this man is wandering the streets, wandering your homes with a black sack trying to take (laughs) you to cure his illness. Take children. Yeah, children. misbehaving because there's another version of this story where this man killed his own misbehaving children for his tb uh he didn't have tb he just killed his children because they were misbehaving i mean so i think that's but they all kind of circle on him being like a boogeyman basically and that's why they ask if you're being stupid they use him to scare kids but also i feel like in my family it was just like a general scary like mm-hmm. that's haunted cuckooey. cuckooey like no no watch out for the cuckooey tonight and they, they would always say like cuckooey right. <laughs> and do these like yeah. spooky demon hands at you that was scary. so i was i was always like no let me see his ass like where he at where he at yeah prove you it. know yeah but I've always been looking for a good spook, so You're right. that's just that's my personal pref. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. spooky ass. Just, yeah, I'm just like constantly, pretty much trying to meet ghosts. Nothing wrong with that, girl. No, nothing. Do what your heart mm-hmm. desires and fly. Wow, Mexico and Latin countries do not play with the legends. They really don't. And they're here to freak you out. They are. We're gonna have to return to Mexico soon because I saw so many stories that I wanted to share, but I was like, we will be here for four and a half hours. Exactly. And we can't be doing that. It's like we we have a job, a real job tomorrow. I'd like to yeah. think that I have we have a to life, go to. You know. I would yeah. like to say I have a life, but like who knows? You know, I could be terribly wrong. <laughs> this is all just—we're in a simulation, but you guys know that. Yeah, I've convinced you. I'm convinced it's a simulation. Probably is. I don't want to be part of the system, but we are. We are. And until next time, stay spooky. Ooh. Ooh. Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween!